Blog Talk Radio. afternoon or evening and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, Responding to God's Call. And as always, I read the promotional material just to lay the foundation. As a believer in Jesus Christ, a call to service is a delight. Whether ordained clergy or not, God desires that all be laborers in his kingdom. When God gives us an assignment, he equips us to carry out his work. His calling always includes a concern about others and the condition of their souls. Ministry is not merely something we can do, but something we must do. How does one know when a calling has been placed on their life for ministry? It becomes an overwhelming obsession without escape. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, it says, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. Verse 2 says, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love. Verse 3 says, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Well, welcome to today's topic, and this topic is near and dear to my heart, because when God calls us to do his work, it's important. There's no better feeling than to be the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. And today I want to introduce to you our special studio guest, Dr. Reverend Laverne C. Hall. Reverend Hall, welcome to Hope for Today. Thank you very much. It is my honor and my pleasure to be with you and and your global uh, congregation. Thank you. Amen. You know, I I have to say I am so excited to learn about your story. For as long as I've known you, I don't think I've ever heard it. So this is going to be a treat for me as well as our listening audience. Thank you. So let's go ahead and get Oh, you're so welcome. You are so welcome. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, I'll say that from what I know, you've been in ministry for a while, and obviously you responded to God's call. But today I want us to talk about how you not only responded to God's call, but how God prepared you for his work and to be in ministry. So can you tell us a little bit about your background, your upbringing, family traditions, where you were born, where you lived, and all those good things? Well, let me see. It's such a, look, it's a long story. 
you're you were blessed the day mm-hmm. that you were born uh and so yes. is it is it fair to uh to, to say that your your grandmother obviously was a believer in Christ right yes she was a believer she was a church woman uh-huh. and uh i would venture to say that had she lived in our time that she would probably be a dynamic woman preacher, one of God's true co-workers and co-collaborators. But Um. because she lived uh, during the time that she lived, uh, you know, it was that was a woman preacher? No, Uh but she was Uh a true church woman, you know. Um. And so, uh, and I I really believe that... uh, that we, uh, 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 as uh, children and offspring, that it is incumbent upon us to bring to life the aborted dreams and aspirations of our, what I call, distinguished contemporary ancestors. Oh, because I'm always beautiful. pulling from them, you see. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. uh, 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 they had uh, dreams and aspirations that they were unable to fulfill. So I just feel uh, that it is an incumbent upon me uh, to uh, try and do that which they did not or were not able to do. At mm-hmm. such a time as they were uh, living yes. and breathing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. You know, when you yeah. make that statement, it, it causes me to think of a, a, a phrase that a trainer used when we were. I, this is years ago. I, I worked in human resources, and and we were all in training. And the the person who was conducting this training, I can't even remember what it was, but. Um, she said this, she made this statement. She says, when a person walks in the room, uh, whether it be your coworker, your boss, or whomever, you're not just meeting that person. You're meeting their grandmother, their mother, you know, their uncle, their father, their siblings. And so, in other words, Absolutely. we all have this, this, this part of our, uh, our, our, our inner circle and our ancestors mm-hmm. that we, we carry that forth. So it's just not, mm-hmm. like you're saying, it, it's just, it, it, it just comes out. I mean, because that's because that's a part of who we are, and that's where our influences lie is with our inner circle, and uh, of course, our ancestors poured into our lives too. So that is beautiful. Yeah, and, and I, I like to think of it as uh, living many lives all at the same time. You know, oh, mm-hmm. and it is just. So awesome and just so amazing to know that uh, I've got all of these, uh, all of this talent and all of these gifts and, and all of these ideas and all of this stuff that, that I'm living all at the same time. <laughs> If that makes any sense. <laughs> it makes a whole lot of sense. It could sound a bit overwhelming, but it's true. I mean, that's that that would apply to all of us. No, that that absolutely. is absolutely absolutely yes. Yeah, 
but so many people don't have don't realize that that what they we only use just a tiny 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 fraction of what we have in us mhm mhm you know? mhm yes yes yeah yes. yeah so so and i, I, I think it's just amazing uh-huh i'm listening it, it is it is absolutely amazing so so you shared with us that you were blessed at the, the day that you entered into this cold, cruel world, right, by your grandmother, mm-hmm. your maternal grandmother, which is just an right. absolute uh, delightful story. So let's let's fast forward a bit. So so you were blessed and, 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 and so at what point in your life did you realize that God was calling you into ministry? So that was a story. Your birth was a story that was shared with you. So now let's let's move on into you, you know, uh, maturing and come, becoming of age. Mm-hmm. When did you actually realize that God was calling you into ministry? Well, when I when I look at my life, uh-huh. and I've been able to recognize some of the pivotal points uh, in my life, uh-huh. uh, and and and. Uh, how I was uh, pushing those experiences to the side, but recognizing at the same time that, hey, there is something here. There's something here. Uh, uh, I have uh, had so many different wonderful and sad experiences that, uh, and and having come through uh, so much, it's like, God, you must be preparing me for something greater than what uh, I'm doing. Okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. and um, I, I've, I've, my sister and I had several conversations about me, uh, and uh, how it was that uh, I did not seem to be really accepting the many, many gifts and talents that God had given me. And our conversation was like, uh, okay, you know that if you are not accepting and sharing what God has given you, that's a sin. That's a sin. Uh And see, I would, uh, you know, lots of volunteering, lots of doing things for other people, but was always reluctant to put my name on anything for fear that people, primarily women, would think and accuse me of being arrogant and a smarty pants, okay? Uh So I wouldn't, I I would not, uh, uh, I, I... Stayed in the background, would not put my name on anything, you know. And then my sister and I had this conversation, and we prayed about it. And mm-hmm. so uh, I came to accept who it is I am. God, yes, I accept who it is I am. Because mm-hmm. it's like, like the, the I am is in me, Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and when I say uh-huh. I, I'm not referencing myself. I'm referencing yes. and giving thanks to the God who is in me. And so when I accepted that, it was like, okay, now, <laughs> God, I've accepted who I am. 
Now what am I supposed to do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with all this stuff that you've given me? And and uh, you know what 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 is all of this? And and I mean, I literally went for a few years just trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm mm-hmm. doing volunteer work. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm doing that. But it just does not seem to be uh, enough. So what? what is it? And so actually uh, uh, going through uh, uh, two husbands dying and a, uh, a father uh, dying and uh, – uh, being responsible for all of that and children raising uh, two families, me and and accepting uh, children who uh, were fathered by uh, uh, my husband at a time when you know we were married and accepting all of accepting these children and it's like you know what God there is something 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 um, and so one night um. literally one night literally. I said, okay, I am finished fighting with you, Lord. I'm through. I'm through fighting. I said, I have accepted who I am, but you still are not telling me what you want me to do. <laughs> ah, okay. And so, um, and, so, uh, I, I, and so I literally got up out of bed. Uh, by this time, I had gone through the two husbands, okay, uh, uh-huh. who had died. Uh, and so I got up out of bed, and I said, okay, look, I give up. I give up. I said, here I am. Uh-huh. Just use uh-huh. me. I said, any kind of, just use me. That's it. I give up. I surrender. Here I am. And uh-huh. that's. When uh, uh, and, and I began to recognize and realize that all of that stuff that I had been through was merely preparing me for that particular yes. moment when I would surrender. Yes, yes, yes. Because I yes, had children's yes. ministry, I had, had uh, prison ministry. Uh, you know, I was doing all of those things, and I said, "Now, if I am to speak and co-collaborate." with you, then I need to do it uh, uh, publicly and openly as yours, God. So here yes. I am. <laughs> you know, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, yes. and still, and still, I did not get a clear message as to what it is I was supposed to do. Only that I was to be prepared to go wherever, do whatever. Uh, and see, I'd always had a, a been very shy about speaking. Uh-huh. But it was like, no, a God, okay, you said that I did not have to worry about what I was supposed to say because you would put the words in my mouth. Amen. Mm-hmm. So I ain't going to worry about nothing. <laughs> no more. Okay. And you know, and I, I, you know, I saw you uh, perform a wedding, and I've been to many weddings, but for some reason that was, it was just so special. 
uh, not only because of the bride and the groom, but just it was just the words that, I mean, just the presentation, the wedding ceremony was just absolutely special. And I don't, I've heard you speak, and I'm uh, privy to postings and, and prayer that you uh, share with others on Facebook, but I was like just, just floored. I mean, the and I think I said to you after the wedding ceremony, it was just absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. It was absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. So when you say you were sort of shy of speaking, uh, oh, you know, I was always uh, shy. Publicly, I still am. That, I still that, am. That's unbelievable. Because <laughs> that's you unbelievable. see, it's like it's like it, this is this is this is the way that it is. It's like. Uh, I am representing someone who is much greater than I am, okay? Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and I, I'm I always that. fearful. I'm fearful. And I said, oh, what, why did I tell them I was going to do that, Lord? I don't know what to say. Why did I do that? I, I always get myself in these binds. Now, I don't know what to say. And then it's like, it hits me. Well, you said that you would tell me what to say. <laughs> mm, mm. So there it is. Yeah. Yes, and you know, and I, I also uh, was uh, a part of a uh, memorial service that you conducted, uh, and and that was uh, that was beautiful too. That was very beautifully done. So, wow. So, so what that really tells me is that when you surrendered, when you just said, okay, um, you know, take me, use me, you know, I surrender, mm-hmm. I yield, that uh, you you know it's not of you, it's not of yourself, that God is using you Oh, it you couldn't possibly be, you know, <laughs> yes, because, yes. you know, when I did that, uh, see, I enjoyed, and I say enjoyed, more than 18 years of a prison ministry, okay, with mm-hmm. men, been to every jail and prison in the state of Washington. And if you had said to me, if you had asked me, do you want to have a prison ministry, I would have said, no, I don't want to go to prison. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. <laughs> that is not what, that, no, 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 that's not what, that's not for me. But you know, it was so slick the way that it happened <laughs> oh. <laughs> that God just eased it right on, on me. And it was like, mm. because mm. I was, at the time, I was coordinating black history stuff uh, at uh-huh. some of the major malls in the area. And uh, one of the men at church said, well, you know what, you ought to come on up to the prison up here where I work and get some of the art from the uh uh, African American inmates and show their work. <laughs> ah. and me, you know, a little naive, crazy me. I said, "Oh, okay, <laughs> that, sure, I'll go and look." And so that's how God eased me into this prison stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh my! And I oh ended my. up being in prison ministry with black men for more than eighteen years. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it was like, I, wow. and I can say that some of my best friends <laughs> are in prison or out of prison uh, or, you know, 
in and out, in and out, in uh-huh, and out. But, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. but uh, it that's the way that God is. You know, I said, yes. I said, here I am. Send me. Amen. I didn't say send me to this place or send me to that place or I only mm-hmm. want to go over here. I said, here I am. Send me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So wherever wherever he sends you, wherever he leads you, you will follow. Wherever he sends you, you will go. That's, uh, that's the, Absolutely. The, the words of a true servant. I mean, because we can't pick and, and it's choose. Like, I don't know. Oh, I, I had no idea that that would lead into uh, more than 18 years and uh, doing weddings and, and meeting with uh, lifers and getting stuck up there in a, 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 a wide open space uh, and all of the lights going out. And, and uh, it's like I'm in that big space with all of these black men and white men and, and Indians and Asians all by myself with a little blonde a blue-eyed lady, and huh. here we are in here by ourselves with no gates and nothing, and it was like, wow. oh, Lord have mercy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and and I've had more than one situation like that, and and then I just, uh, you know, you have, you're frightened for a moment, and then mm-hmm. it hits you that, look, I am not here on my own. Right. I'm not right. here on my own. So just relax. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And it has been okay. Yeah, well, right. that leads me to another question. That leads me to another question. So, uh, you, you know, you're in a, a, a vocation that is historically has been uh, male-dominant, right? Mm-hmm. So what, mm-hmm. what challenges have you faced? Now, you mentioned that <laughs> if, your, if your grandmother were living today, that she'd be a contemporary, you know, you said preacher and so on and so forth. So she played her role. God used her to bless you when you were born. Mm-hmm. So how, what sort of challenges have you faced as a woman, as a reverend, and you also have a doctorate degree, so I'm going to have you talk a little bit about that. But what challenges? Have you faced? Have I faced that I still uh, face? Okay. Are you facing? Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> tell us a little stopped. bit about it. Okay. Well, when I said, here I am, send me, uh-huh. according to tra- tradition, you have to make it legal and acceptable. And so I went to the pastor uh, uh, of the church where I had united uh-huh. And I said, uh, I am accepting my call, and I would like to preach uh, my sermon. Well, that was a conversation that lasted about three hours uh-huh. because he tried his darndest to talk me into becoming a deaconess. Ah, okay. Ah, and I said, that's not what I came in here for, okay? <laughs> I didn't come in here for that, uh, to pour uh, communion cups once a month and wear a white uh-huh. dress, okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so then when that didn't work, he said, well, you're going to have to ask the deacons if you can do it. I said, well, I'll tell you this, Reverend. <laughs> I am not going to ask the deacons if I can do anything. 
Now, if mm-hmm. it's the tradition of this church that I go to the deacons, I will go to the deacons and I will tell them what I am doing and ask them to give me a date to preach my first sermon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Well, okay, okay. But now you know, he said, it's not going to be your first sermon. It's going to be your trial sermon. And I said, and then we had to argue about that for a while. I said, uh-huh. you don't understand. You don't understand. It is not a trial sermon. I don't expect to do it once and be voted on. Uh-huh. I'm going to be doing uh-huh. it all the time. Okay? Uh-huh. Wasn't an audition, so, was it? <laughs> <laughs> and you know the preacher, the minister that I'm talking about. And so uh, I, we got I all think of that. So, but we won't mention the name. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and so we got all of that ironed out and got it straight. And so uh, when he announced uh, in church that following Sunday morning that I was accepting my call and that I would be preaching my trial sermon. <laughs> ah, snuck that word so, in anyway, So, you know, huh? I said, that's fine. I know what it is I'm going to be doing, okay? Mm-hmm, I know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so uh, when I, uh, 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 after I got home, uh, I received a telephone call from one of the deacons in the church, and he said to me, well, you know that you will not be preaching at this church. And so I don't know where the words came from, but they just popped out of my mouth. And I said I was not called to preach behind that uh, pulpit every once in a while. I said I was not called to this church. I said my lifestyle is not only my sermon, but my lifestyle uh, is my prayer, uh-huh. which will take me uh-huh. beyond the walls of your church. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, that just kind of popped out of my mouth because I really hadn't anticipate, anticipated that kind of a question. Uh-huh. And so uh, 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 after that, uh, we did have a young woman uh, at our church who had been to seminary, uh, who had served as the assistant pastor at the church for a time. And so I said, oh, okay. So I went to her and asked her if she would be my mentor. Uh-huh. And she flat out told me no. So oh. I did not ask her why. Uh-huh. I just said, oh, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> So those two people, those two people did more to shape what Uh, I'm doing now than uh they realized. And that was in 1989 when I accepted my calling. Yeah. Uh And so uh uh, I, because I did not get the support that I felt that I needed, then my entire ministry pretty much has been that of empowering women to Uh know who they are, to not be afraid to use the voice that God has given them, Uh and to speak up and shout out if they have to, 
but to be who it is and what it is God wants you to be. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and that's a perfect segue into a project that you've been working on for the past couple of years. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? God is still I speaking. Would, y- yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, now, you do. know that uh, there's always that proverbial question, are women called to preach? Uh-huh. And so that is what I did my uh, dissertation on how I okay. earned my doctorate. Uh, I That was my thesis question. And they wanted me to narrow it down. Are African-American Baptist clergy women called to preach as opposed to sitting on the pews? Okay. And uh-huh. so I decided to answer that question. The, que- the answer, of course, is yes. So I decided to answer that question by going through uh, 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 my mother's back door, sitting at my mother's kitchen table with she and all of her women, and doing an anatomy of oh. Sojourner Truth's spiritual conversion. Uh-huh. That's how I decided to answer that question, to really get to the meat of what does it mean to be called and what does what is all of that and what is preaching and who are you preaching to? And Uh so that dissertation led me to the project that I'm working. And I don't like to use the word project it's experience. uh, Okay. uh, uh, Use that as well as the uh, ministries that I had already developed, uh, Jemima ministries in honor of of Job's eldest daughter, Jemima, and Mm -hmm. celebrating women in ministry. And to combine all of that and celebrate the life and legacy of Sojourner Truth uh, uh, every year, recognizing not only Sojourner Truth's life and legacy, but also lifting up and recognizing Contemporary African American women in ministry, mm-hmm. giving mm-hmm. them the support that I did not receive, because I have not given you the entire history of Laverne Hall, because I've had some very very negative experiences in the Black Baptist Church, okay. and in order for me not to go ballistic and not to be angry and not to be hostile. Uh-huh. This is what God has me doing, is lifting mm. women up through this ex- this kind of an experience. And so uh, I'm going into the third year uh, with this experience of recognizing women all over the globe uh, and just letting people know that, yes, women have been called to preach, and they preach in a variety of different ways. Uh-huh. They don't have to stand behind a pulpit. There's a radio ministry. There is uh, 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 social media. There is uh-huh. uh, artistic theologians. There's all kind of ways that you can develop your global congregation and do what thus says the Lord. Amen. Mm. 
That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. And and so did this is you're going into the third year of this experience. And where mm-hmm. did the the, the 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 women that you um, feature in your published book are they uh, they're women from all over the world? Is that correct? That is correct. God just puts people in front of me, women in front of me, from all over the world. And it's like, you know what? I Some of them I've never seen face to face, but I see their faces. And uh-huh. I talk to them. Our voices touch because it's like uh, uh, you pick up the telephone and you call somebody or you send a message and say, call me, and they call me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's uh it's a it's a beautiful experience. Yes, yes, yes. So so you've had some 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 difficult times. I can I can uh hear that as part of your journey. Uh but God has been faithful. He has been faithful and you've been faithful to your calling. So I'm going to ask this question. Given the joys and all the challenges that have come along with being in ministry, in what ways has your life changed? Oh, you know what? Uh, it, my life, I, I would say, really has not changed. Let okay. me just say that I live in change because All it right. changes. It changes from day to day, from hour to hour. Okay. Change, uh, God has given, look. God has dropped change uh, into my hands and your hands. And it's just Mm -hmm. like uh, 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 change is time, and time is like that moist uh, uh, handful of clay that God used to shape and and sculpt and shade each one of us. And we just, we have change in our hands. Mm -hmm. And so it's like I live in change. Because I never know from one minute to the next what's going to happen or who's going to call. Mm-hmm. I don't. So oh, where, look, look uh, where, oh, oh, where my next penny, where my next penny is coming from. <laughs> <laughs> It's fluid. It's fluid. It's constantly flowing. It really shouldn't be stagnant. I like that because I'm living in that change because too. It's, it's like you know, if if there was no change, there would be no growth. And That's so true. we cannot say that change is coming. Change is already here because, believe it or not. Yesterday has already adopted today because today is preparing us for tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes, 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 yeah, yeah. That's a sobering thought, though, uh, and 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 I like that. I like the way you you put that um, that explanation to the word change. That's 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 mm-hmm. good. That's good. I mean, how many times a day? Yeah, how many times a day do you put on a different hat? Oh, several times a day. Yes. Yeah. So, so we're 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 in change. That's just the we're in change. We we live in change. 
constantly. Yes. And we're constantly. on a continuum. Yes. We're on a continuum mm-hmm. and it, it's, yeah. And I, yeah, yes. I wear many, many hats. So that's a, that's a good way to look at it. And, uh, some of them fit nicely and others fit tight because, see, I have a big head. So when I end up getting a whole bunch of hats on my head, I, okay, I got to take a couple of these off. So, so I, I do like too. I have a, sometimes, sometimes I have to wrap a rag around my head, okay? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. A, that's good. There's a couple of scriptures I just want to bring forward, and you referenced uh, uh, one of them you started out with, and this is in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8, New King James Version. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go oh, yeah. for us? And then mm-hmm. I said, Here am I, send me. And then mm-hmm. there's another passage that sort of uh, speaks to uh, all of us being ministers, and it's in First Peter chapter 4, verse 11. New King James Version, if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory, the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we are almost out of time. Didn't that time go by quickly? Oh, it sure did. There's one other scripture, too. Yes, ma'am. To whom, yes. Mu- to whom much is given, much is expected. Yes, yes, absolutely. And don't ask me where it is because I don't, I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> that that's okay. It's in one of the gospels, and then the other one too. Right. Is that when when at the end of the day we all want to be able to hear, "Well done, my good and faithful servant." Right. And and uh, then so. there is there is one more, uh-huh. and it's. We are but a mist, and in a mm. little while we vanish. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. So do yes. your work while the day is light. Yes, 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 yes. And 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 be intentional, intentional right. in the work that we that we do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this mm-hmm. is been an absolute delight. I want to read one other. It's Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 through 4. I'll just read a few of the verses. New King James Version. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So we're all in this together, aren't we? Whether we're ordained yes, clergy or yes, not, we, we are, are all in this, aren't we? Absolutely. So, absolutely. So, yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Reverend Hall, I, I just want to say thank you so much for your time today and for sharing with us your journey. I started out saying I was 
just going to be delighted to be able to hear from you and to learn more about you and your story. For as long as I've known you, I don't think I've ever known some of this detail, but this has been just an absolute delight, just an absolute delight. So I just want to say thank uh, you. The more you, you, you talk about yourself, the more understanding you have about who it is you are. Because mm-hmm. every time you share a little bit about yourself, you learn a little bit more about yes. who you are in Christ Jesus. Yes, yes. Yeah. And that, that change, that change that is constantly mm-hmm. happening. <laughs> yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. well, with that and in closing, <laughs> let me just say, as believers in Christ, we are, have all been called to the ministry, and our destiny is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and to serve others. Individually, everyone will contribute to that calling in their own specific way and unique way. However, as followers of Christ, our joint effort to carry out the overall calling that God has given us is found in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 through 20, and it says, Go, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the mm-hmm. name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 20 mm-hmm. says, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And that's the that's New James Version. That's it right mm-hmm. there. So that's today, it. let us purpose to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ this upcoming year and for the years to come. And may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you. Yes. Thank you, Reverend Hall. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you to your worldwide guest congregation. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.